Although Andrea Brugger isn't technically in the IT department for United Rentals, she has been instrumental in helping the company bring more tech to its employees and customers. Andrea was part of the team that created mobile apps to help workers both in the office and on job sites do everything from rent equipment, locate prospective customers, and keep track of all their certifications and licenses in just a few taps. In her discussion with Ian, Andrea explains how United Rentals looks for ways to make platforms that can bring more efficiency to the workplace, and then what it takes to translate those applications into customer-facing tools which help users in their everyday tasks. And she talks about where technology might be moving in the future, including the ways she sees AI and machine learning having an impact in the construction industry. This podcast is sponsored by the Lightning Platform by Salesforce. Salesforce just introduced the Lightning Platform Mobile, the low-code mobile app development platform that empowers anyone to easily build, publish, and manage AI-powered mobile apps for employees and for customers. Find out more at salesforce.com slash build mobile apps. Welcome to another episode of IT Visionaries. I'm Ian Faison, Chief Content Officer here at The Mission. And across from me in studio, Andrea Brigger. How's it going? Doing well. How are you? It's, uh, it's an exciting day to talk about IT with someone who is not directly an IT person. Um, this, is a, this is a super fun episode for us. You partner with IT at United Rentals. You drive business results. And you have a ton of technology experience. And we want to get into that today. So... Let's get started with, you know, how did you get to your current role at United Rentals? Um, so I joined United Rentals about eight years ago, actually working on projects with Salesforce.com, but then went from there to leading kind of application development on our customer-facing platforms, um, which was a great opportunity to really see what are the tools and technology we could give our customers. Then went and launched our first online rental platform where we introduced first time for our industry where customers could purchase um, or rent equipment end to end with a credit card online. And we were the first in industry to do that. And then about a year and a half ago, I came back and joined and led up the Salesforce effectiveness team, um, which primarily is, a, again, about tools and technology to help drive our Salesforce efficiency. And United Rentals, you know, it's a little over a 20-year-old company now. You know, you have over 18,000 employees on the S&P 500. It's the largest equipment rental company in the world. Seems like there's a huge scope of responsibility and amount of areas for technological innovation within the construction space that are happening all the time. Can you share like some of the types of you know problems and responsibilities that you have and that you've seen over the past eight years? So I think I think you hit it on the mark. There's tons of technology opportunities within our space, both internal and external with our customers. You know, when I look at internal, there's just a lot of things we can do efficiency to getting to our customer and serving them in the best way. We've really tried to to drive customer advocacy, but to do that, we have to enable our sales reps to be able to, whether it's finding the type of equipment that they need, getting it to the job site, or helping make sure we service it. We've got to give them the tools, especially mobile, that they can do that and serve the customer in the right space. Our customers are you know, doing great things and building. We've got massive projects that are doing, and it's about how they can drive efficiency and productivity on the job site. So we're 
we're always trying to say, how can they rent less and, and do more yeah. and give them technology tools, whether it's telematics or advances. And, you know, we're looking at things on the drone space um, or Thomas vehicle space. You know, how can we continue to drive technology to help make them more efficient? Because that's one of our mottos is that we're here to help them build the future. Yeah. I mean, you know, we did a a podcast called Future Cities, and we talked to a ton of people in the construction space, you know, folks like uh, industry leaders like Katera, Rumbix, and different sort of people around this construction optimization. How do we figure out how to build better, build faster, build cheaper, build more safely? And it seems like it's an area that needs a lot of, you know, I don't, I don't like using disruption all the time, but it, it needs a little bit of disruption. And it seems like United Rentals, you're figuring out ways to help your customers improve these productivity gains in, in a major way. And one of those ways is mobile. It's something that's so, you know, I have a lot of friends in construction. It's something that's so counterintuitive that you would say like, oh, it wouldn't, wouldn't this stuff all already be on mobile like isn't isn't everything you know your timesheets your you know all that stuff like it you know with just in time and all this stuff and like the truth is it's not and the truth is is that a lot of times people are going on a job site the day of to go pick up equipment or they forgot something they're going to back to the store or this and that so being mobile and on the go is a prerequisite i mean you are no matter what on the go on the job site how did you kind of like work backwards from that mobile framework? So it's it's really interesting. And, you know, I agree. You think we do in our personal lives, everything mobile, right? And you would expect it that's that way in the business space. And it's not, and especially in construction. I think, you know, we're, we're catching up in some areas there. Interesting, I was five years ago, part of when we first rolled out mobile phones to the field. You think they were using flip phones prior, Yeah, right? totally, yeah. And so, you know, rolling out mobile phones and, and that endeavor and some of the simplest things you would think that were challenges and just, you know, others were just still using it as a phone, right? So then it went to kind of the applications and the use cases that we're trying to, to drive and improve. One of the, right, we're delivering tons of equipment every day and having customers that ability to quickly offer it and being able to do that on the go. But what our strategy and the way we've really looked at a lot of it is giving the, our sales team those tools first. And then as they are doing them and you're using on the mobile tools, right, then they can show their customers how. But it's really, you know, we're Again, we want to make it easy to do business with us. Yeah. And so, you know, there is change management, I would say, in, in some of those components, right? You're used to, to calling your person or calling your branch. You know, now we're finding they're texting them to do this. Well, it's that self-service that, hey, you know what? If you need to call this lift off after seven o'clock, you can just do that on your mobile device. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, I think that the challenge we're finding too is it's just a little bit of change. Now, what I'm seeing is that next generation that's coming to the workforce, they're looking for those tools and demanding more of those tools. So we're trying to stay ahead of that to provide them for them. Yeah, and I think it's it's a really interesting use case for mobile because with a self-contained app, you can put all of the things that they need in one place, right? I think that there's a lot of, construction, I mean, really, it's all of us who are very habitual, but with with construction specifically, you want to have everything in one place, right? Like you want to be able to know exactly where you need to go for these sort of things. And for you, I mean, you know, with, with thousands and thousands of employees and people on the ground, you need to be able to have that like common operating picture where you're able to provide that stuff. How did you, when you first started like thinking about building mobile, building an application 
and you can get into like what the applications that you're actually using now, but what were some of the things that you were thinking through, like from a customer standpoint, that were these like pain points that were on the ground or just things that you saw in the future and were like, hey, they, they might not be complaining about this now, but we know that they're going to need this very soon. Well, and it's interesting you, you talk about one app, one place. I think that's where I'll step back, but that's where we are in our evolution too. You know, we were building apps and a lot of single purpose use and then going, okay, that's, is that really the simplified experience, right? And so in our journey with mobile, we're now trying to step back a little bit and say, okay, now we have three or four apps that do this. What's the right answer? How do we combine those into one? But how did we go about and, and tackle it? You know, a big thing are we provide solutions and services, but a lot of it starts with the equipment that we're providing. So it's giving those customers the visibility to what they have on their job site, how it's being utilized, and then being able to action on it, whether it's a service request or whether it's requesting pickup for equipment. Um, so we really started with building that visibility and then kind of the, the simplified functions that either our sales reps or our customers would need to do. And I think one of the things that evolved from that is, you know, there's a lot of things that are only fit to do on mobile, other things you're gonna need to do on a desktop. So a lot of our, our framework of, hey, doing a request for a pickup is a pretty easy thing to, to do on mobile, right? You find the equipment, I'm ready to go. But invoice and billing maybe not be something that you're gonna yeah. be doing on the job site. So that was a lot of our discussion of, okay, you got a lot of different users on the job site. What are the tools that they need? What are the tools that our sales reps need? And then what's the form factor, right? What's the right thing? So. We've got some platforms that we've provided to our customers that are on their laptops or desktops, but we didn't go and try to replicate all of that from a mobile perspective. Um, we went and said, okay, what are the things that the people, the feet on the street on the job site need and focus it that way. You know, it seems like there's such an opportunity there to improve both speed and accuracy. I mean, it, it, it's funny, we, we always talk about like, you know, mobile experience as uh, as something that you know, kind of brings just a level of like sophistication, but you don't necessarily know the results of that. And back in the day, we, you know, you'd implement a new system. You, you had no idea. You're a very metrics driven person. You're a very, you know, operations minded person in that perspective. What were some of the like increases in productivity or speed or accuracy that you've seen from being able to implement these, these mobile uh, initiatives? So I think when we look at mobile initiatives, right? So talked about that a lot of these things were phone calls. These were phone calls that were taking place before. And so now being able to self-service as, as a rep or as a customer, it's that reduction in phone calls. And it's not really, if we look holistically, a full reduction in phone calls, but it's giving us bandwidth to handle the, the issues that we need to on the phone. So if we can self-service, a lot of those that opens up, um, people answer the phones to help with future orders or solving solving bigger problems, right? Versus kind of more of that manual, just, hey, just get this off rent. When we look at our internal apps that we've built for our sales reps and adoption, you know, we've moved past, I would say those usage metrics that are, hey, are you logging in? Are you, are you using these certain functions? And really looking at that next level of adoption of how is it driving and growing our business, right? Yeah. What are the things that we think we need to do? Our focus of our business is around a lot around projects and job site management, right? And so what are we doing within the tools to to make sure that we're properly managing those projects, right? And, and moving opportunities through our pipeline. So it's it's really been an evolution of first was just get that base adoption where we're using the tools. And now it's how are we actually driving usage that results results in, you know, revenue growth for us. I mean, it, it's one of those things like the, I, I imagine it's similar to kind of food delivery, like ordering out, right? 
there might not early on have been that many people that you know were were using those type of applications to to order food but after about 15 times of getting your food orders wrong uh when you call in and they get the wrong thing whatever people's behaviors start to shift and say, wait, I think I would just rather fill this out in my home with the exact things that I want. And then if it doesn't show up that way, I have proof and say, hey, this was what was supposed to come. Here's a photo of what what actually came. I think that, you know, United Rentals has been around for, for over 20 years. In 20 years from now, everyone is going to be doing that. You know, there's going to be way less calls and the calls that you do have are going to be, you know, piping hot priorities. Like there is something very wrong going on right now that needs to be solved. And it's those kind of like minute details that you're really removing friction from the customer experience and and adding value. And like sometimes, you know, adoption just can't be measured in one to two years. You know, like the iPhone only has been around for like 10 years, right? So, I mean, in 10 years from now, who knows what this is going to look like? You hit it on the head, right? And I, we've got a couple initiatives larger than just around what we're doing with apps, but order, you know, order accuracy and making sure that we've got the right, we're giving, delivering the right piece of equipment, what they need at the right time. And, you know, to your point, you're putting that information in, the customer's doing that themselves, right? You know, you're going to get it right, right? Is the delivery address going to be perfect? But a lot of times we were using the Domino's pizza delivery um, example, right? If I can track my pizza, where it's going through, why shouldn't I do that when I'm delivering a piece of equipment, right? Totally. It's, and we've got the technology, right, through telematics and, and giving that visibility. Visibility was a key for a lot of our development in that space of why not open, you know, instead of you having to call in and your sales rep or your inside sales rep giving you that information, if we can give that visibility to the customer, you know, they have they're looking at the same thing that we are internally right and that transparency and visibility also builds trust yeah that same pageism is exactly right like we're both looking at the same thing and we both want the same thing to get you this piece of equipment as fast as possible you know on time safely what role did your customers have in the push towards mobile i mean were you and how much like customer refinement did you get throughout the process so you know i think a lot of our focus now is We've got kind of two parallel tracks going. We're focusing on the tools and productivity that we want to provide to our internal sales team to serve our customers and give them that. And then, you know, we're looking at the tools that our customers are looking for. And sometimes those paths cross and there's yeah. similarity to them. But other times, you know, what they're looking for doing the job site and some of those tools that we're building specifically for them. So we're doing a lot of, one, we've got the tools out there so you get the feedback from the customers live. But a lot of times it's it's solving problems that maybe they don't they don't know. But I think one of the things we're finding too is as we continue to build tools for our sales team, those are evolving into, hey, once if they're working for the sales team, how do we transfer that over to the customer? Yeah. It's really interesting having those two kind of like parallel tracks being built at the same time. Are you looking at machine learning and AI and things like this to be more predictive? You know, it's a, it's a, Great question, and we definitely are. I'll speak on the on the sales side, where we see AI in two different places, right? There's a guiding selling perspective, right? So as we're interacting with our customers, you know, how do we make sure that whether it's what they're ordering and what else do they need, right? There's a lot of our equipment that have different attachments and things. Are we making sure that we're asking those right questions? Um, are we really helping solve, make sure they have everything on the need on the job they need to do the job right? There's also the piece of, you know, how do we make sure from a 
sales perspective that we're getting to the right customer with the right message and the right time. And so using AI in that way to make us smarter about how we're going to market and how we're serving our customers. Um, I think then there's there's a lot more from the technology side from the customers of what what you can do with telematics on the equipment and that yeah. data and driving that that productivity. So this is an area where, you know, big data and there's lots of data coming from from both sides of our working with our customers and with our equipment that we've got to unlock the code of, of what we want to deliver there. Well and explain some of the telematics stuff for our listeners that might not be kind of in the in the industry. And it, you have you have a lot of experience in this in this sort of stuff, but but for those who are you know software focused or, or aren't necessarily in this? So at, at the base level, right? You, it's telematics, GPS, knowing where the equipment is, and then there's a next level of also utilization. So we can see on the job site, right? Where is your equipment? And some of our customers have pretty large job sites, right? You could lose a piece. Exactly, show them where it is. But the next level of that is utilization, right? So do you have a piece of equipment that hasn't moved in three days? And that's valuable information to say, hey, maybe they, you know, you've got multiple different people working on a job site. Maybe they're done with that piece of equipment, and you could be saving money by returning it, but you don't know. There's a lot more advances that, that go with telematics, but I said the base, you know, think about it, about it's knowing where your equipment is, right? And being able to know how it's being used. There's a great case study that one of my former teachers wrote called uh, The Tank in the Bog. And he was, when he was in the army, he was an armor officer and lost a tank in this training ground, like in the middle of the training ground. They literally didn't find it. So if you think that, you know, losing a piece of uh, equipment like an air compressor or a scissor lift or something like that might not, you're like, how is that possible? Like, number one, these job sites are absolutely enormous. And number two, just remember that, uh, shout out to Doug Crandall who lost the tank. <laughs> we can help um, him now. <laughs> I know, right? Let's get into what what are some of the mobile apps that you have built? So focused, um, as I'm primarily focused on tools for our sales team, um, one of the mobile apps we built is called So Close, and it's sales opportunities close by. And so, you know, it's really built off the, the Salesforce platform. We've got all of the data of the job size and opportunities and what the, their equipment they have on rent in Salesforce, but that's a lot of data it's for them to absorb. Totally. And, you know, of our, of our users, 2,000 of them are outside sales reps that are out in the trucks, you know, boots on the street on the job site. So what the app does is it visualizes, using the GPS and location of their phone, visualizes that data for them. So one, it can you know let them know of projects in the area, right? So one of the use cases say is, hey, you had a meeting with a customer and you know they canceled on you. Well, okay, instead of driving all the way down to your next appointment till at two o'clock, right? Can you maximize those two hours by looking at what else is nearby you? And so maybe there's a new prospect or there's a new project that you can go out and visit that you didn't know about. It's also the showing them what's going on with the customers, right? So when you're going into a job site really quickly to know, hey, what equipment's still on rent and being able to see that. So that that's the biggest from mobile app and our managers are using it as well. A lot of our managers go out with their sales reps and they're doing ride-alongs. And so sales reps going to know their territory, like the back of their hand, they're spending all day out there, but it gives a manager, they're doing the ride-along and they're hitting specific stops, but they also can very quickly visualize and see what else is going on in the area. Hey, what's going on at this project across the street. You know, we also have built it that it's not just about where you are. They can go look at it in different locations as they're pre-planning, right? So, hey, I know I'm going to be in this area. What's there? 
We also, our business, we have multiple business units. So specialty is a big part of United Rentals where we've got trench and power and pumps. And there's a lot of times where those specialty units are on are on the job site before our gen rent businesses. So you can also filter the data down to say, hey, what's going on in the trench space around me? And it may be future opportunities that they don't have a gen rent equipment need now, but it gives you that that visibility and heads up, right, of what's coming. And how do you measure success of those sort of things? Like, do you have certain metrics or, or goals that you look at? Are, are you looking at, you know, feedback from the field and that sort of stuff, like the the blend of uh, of data and actual, you know, human-centric feedback? Or is a lot of this stuff just, you know, bottom line driven and just say, hey, you know, you fall within this is a business use case and like this drives bottom line for us. Yeah, so we're so we're looking at usage. You're looking at how many, you know, how many times they're logging in and how often they're using it, but it is really driven to this is just a tool to enable them to be successful, right? To have their territory growing. So it drives to territory growth and revenue growth and growth overall for United Rentals. It's really a tool there for us that it's to enable them, to give them that. The other thing that we've really focused on is just adding on to and custom within the Salesforce app, a big focus of, of ours is when you're going to visit customer, kind of it's that post-call notes. It's that, totally. that, you know, it's not just about what you went to go see them, but what was the outcome? And so we've we've really leaned in, especially over the last couple of years, is using the voice, voice to text and saying, hey, this shouldn't be an administrative task. We don't want you to spend a lot of time logging this information. But when you visit a customer and you're walking back to your truck, voice to text, post-call notes, save, and we've built a custom kind of save and schedule follow-up where it takes all that information and puts it into the next meeting. So it's not, again, it's not just someone looking over, what are you doing? It's put valuable information in there for you that the next time when you go, which could be a week, two weeks, a month later, you know what the outcome of your last call is to help you better serve the customer. I love that. Yeah. That's as somebody who has been in that position where you're walking around, you leave a meeting and you have all this stuff in your head and like, sitting sitting there and you know like fat fingering for the next 15 minutes with your thumbs in the car sometimes like you just want to leave that note and just like get your thoughts out there that's freaking awesome yeah now that one that's probably one of my favorite thing when we go out and do training with the field like we kind of sometimes you want to start with that but you leave it at the end and the eyes it's kind of your mic drop moment everybody looks at it going that's perfect i'm i'm sold on mobile Tell me about United Academy. Uh, I think this is really interesting and it's a it's a fascinating use case. So safety is a core value of United Rentals. And with that, United Academy is really our safety and training platform. So deliver virtual and in-person training classes. And so you access it online, but also they've built a mobile app, which is really about delivering what we call the wallet card. So your certifications and your training are there available on a mobile app. So as you're going into a new job site meeting, you can pull up that wallet card, you scan the wallet card, and then you can see all of their training and certification information online. I love that. That's so cool. And it's something, you know, we talked about before the before the episode about how, you know, like for, for my time in the military, how many times and how many trainings and certifications and things that you go get, um, you got to print out with you and carry around and, you know, like on the job site and it, oh, we left it in this truck or this truck or whatever. The fact that you have it, and these are their own mobile phones in a lot of cases, right? 100%, right? All built on their phone, they can download. And you said it's, to me, it's that evolution of it's the future of your briefcase, right? I, From my personal perspective, everything I need is on my phone. And so why shouldn't it be that way when you're going into the job? Switching gears to governance. This is a huge issue for a lot of CIOs. And there might be some CIOs and IT leaders that are that are sitting there and have 
been screaming at their phone the whole time and saying like, who is, who is owning this? Who is running this? Who is monitoring this? Can you talk about like how you partner with IT, how you work with your CIO and how you kind of have built this relationship with IT where the business units are creating technologies and IT is being involved in that process. Yeah, so it's a, it's a partnership, right? As within our team, right? We're we're out in the field getting what I would say into those user story and requirements and what they need, building those requirements. But a core, you know, our IT group and the infrastructure and the different kind of connecting all the dots, we come back and work with them to say, okay, here's what we're trying to solve. Here's how we're trying to solve for it. You know, we're bringing kind of technology ideas, whether it's Salesforce or others to say, hey, here's how we think we're going to solve it and making sure that it aligns with everything else we're trying to do within the company. And a lot of times, right, they're that conduit that will know different things going on and maybe there's something on the operation excellence side or overlap that we can make sure that as a company we're doing all the right things collectively, but also enabling us to go and quickly deliver the right things for our users. Do you think that this kind of like business-led innovation allows you to have flexibility where you can kind of see see the white space, see problems that are developing from the field and have like quicker response times in order to be able to like get apps actually out there in the wild. I mean, it seems like you have a bunch of different things that you're testing and experimenting with and launching in a pretty quick fashion. Like it, it, what's the kind of, you know, use flash to bang, but like what, what's the from idea to implementation that you're seeing from some of these programs? You know, it, it all obviously depends on the complexity of, of the program. But, you know, we just launched, and this wasn't on a mobile side, but just launched the, we just redeemed my Salesforce to the field. And it was, you know, about a six to eight month program, right? Yep. From ideation to discovery down to actually full implementation in the company. And there's other, with some of the mobile apps, they've been a six month type project. But I think your point on the speed and execution, one of the, the benefits is, our, our team is out doing the training, out in the field with Raya Long, interacting with a lot of the users on a day-to-day -day basis with their day job. So very easy to get that requirements and feedbacks and, and, and build it into the process. So as we work with IT, you know, we've got that connection on a day-to-day -day basis to bring the ideas and things that we want to go do. And that allows us to, one, learn, I think, quicker and faster, but then also respond faster. This is all really exciting stuff. And it seems like the pace of innovation is is really kind of pushing forward at United Rentals. So what what's next? What are the things that you're working on right now? What are you excited about for, you know, the next few years, next 10 years? What what innovations and technologies are are you all where I know drones are big. So <laughs> I, I, we can get into drones. <laughs> But uh, yeah, what what, te what what type of stuff are you working on? Unfortunately, I'm not an expert on drones, but on what I'm excited, but I am excited about it. I think the the things that I really in, in my space that I'm most excited about is you know where we can go with customer 360, right? So you've got a lot of data points across the company that are touching the customer, and how we can pull that all together to that kind of 360 view to to really drive customer advocacy and allow us to serve our customers better. And then in the and then, you know, you talked about artificial intelligence. I Automated intelligence is where I really see us going of we've got tons of data. How do we pull out the nuggets from that to not just better serve our customers, but better put out the solutions for our customers, mm -hmm. better improve our sales um, sales processes and efficiencies, and then guided selling. You know, I, I see a, a place where there's just 
tons of opportunity that is coming in to our sales reps and how do we help them prioritize, right? How do we help them say, hey, these are the things you should be looking at this week. You know, they're they're great at managing their territories and driving that, but I think there's a lot of opportunity for us with AI and guided selling to start to help them prioritize. And that's where those to me are the, the things that we're focused on next. So one question I haven't got to yet, which I probably should ask earlier is who actually is making these applications, these mobile apps? So it's really been a combination as we've gone through the journey. We have worked with some small partners that have kind of, we've outsourced the development of that work. We've also worked where we're doing some of that development. I think one of the things that we're finding, there's a lot more with the tools and the platform that we can, we know we're not the experts always, but totally. that we can we can do things fast. So it's been, if I look through our apps, it's all been a journey of some things that we've built internally and some things that we've built externally um, with partnerships. And there's been varied partners, but we're also kind of trying to, to get to a spot too in those cases where even when we do build it outside, right, that we can maintain. And, and part of that is about, you know, being able to be quick and efficient, but we're never, you know, we know we're best in certain spaces, right? And so we're always looking for kind of partners to help us and build on those other spaces. That's cool. Are you looking at any like citizen development type stuff or any like hackathons or any things that like kind of drive innovation in a, a crowdsourced way a little bit? We haven't got to that level. It's an interesting question, but uh, I'm not going to say that we wouldn't be looking at in the future. Yeah, maybe, maybe in the future. <laughs> All right, let's get into the lightning round. Fast and easy questions, just like the lightning platform by Salesforce. <laughs> I have not shared any of these questions with you. You have no idea what's coming. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's just recently come to my attention that people who have listened to the podcast are like, no, I literally know what's coming because you ask similar questions every time. But they're not, they're always sometimes a little different. Sometimes a little different. I promise I do not know what's coming. All right. Good. <laughs> Number one, what app are you using on your phone that's the most fun? Right now, Gnome, or I probably say it wrong, N O O M, the the GNOME Lifestyle um, Health Management app. Oh, that's cool. I don't know that. We'll link it up. Give them a shout out. <laughs> Favorite time-saving tool? Uh, for me right now, Quip. Yeah, Quip's great. We use we use Quip a bunch. Favorite use of AI or chatbots that you've seen in the wild? No, no bots. No favorite bot. You're no, not. You're not no. talking to any bots right now. I probably am, and I do, they're so good. I don't know. I That's know. what scares me when I say I don't know. But they're probably out there. They are. <laughs> I um, I forget who it was. One of the recent interviews that we did uh, with uh, David Cho, that he was talking about how somebody kept getting mad at his EA. But his EA was a bot. They're like, your your EA never understands what I'm saying. He's like, that's not a person. That's great. Um, <laughs> Do you have a favorite team, sports or otherwise? Chicago Cubs for baseball. All right. Broke yeah. the curse. Yeah. Spring training's coming up. Scottsdale. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Do you have a favorite podcast or recent book or something you're watching or listening to? So I just finished uh, Hidden Bodies, um, like mystery and crime. So oh, the yeah. you, Netf you Netflix came out. I'd read the book and it made me read the second one, Hidden Bodies. Nice. So. Favorite one day getaway in Scottsdale. One day getaway in Scottsdale, probably Sedona. Yeah, I, so I've never been. I've we recently were investigating stories to do for the Story Podcast, one of our other podcasts, and uh, I found or I heard of the story of Sedona, the founding of Sedona is like this crazy 
story where like it was yeah these people who like move west and whatever really interesting so i have a second one though on that one the the drive from scottsdale to flagstaff like in 15 minutes you go up like i'll probably get it wrong six thousand feet of elevation so you go from like cactuses to like forest and it's just a really cool in a quick time period quick drive but that's a great one i love that what technology are you most excited about going forward I, I really am excited. I don't know a chatbot, but AI and what we're going to be able to do and, and kind of that self-service. I, I see, you know, I'm hoping for a world where I can have that EA <laughs> that's uh, using AI to, to help us get things done. That's it for Lightning Round. Lightning Round is brought to you by our friends at the Lightning Platform by Salesforce, leading cloud platform that makes building AI-powered apps faster and easier. Salesforce, building apps is everyone's business. Learn more at salesforce.com slash build mobile apps that's all we got that's it what anything else that anything else you want to share with the listeners nope thank you very much for having me today yeah it's been awesome we uh, are super excited to watch united rentals and all the different stuff that you're doing keep up the great work and uh yeah we'll have you back soon this is great sounds good thank you thank you again to our friends at salesforce it visionaries is brought to you by the lightning platform by salesforce Salesforce just introduced the Lightning Platform Mobile, the low-code mobile app development platform that empowers anyone to easily build, publish, and manage AI-powered mobile apps for employees and for customers. Find out more at salesforce.com slash build mobile apps.